Now, of course, most of us aren't experts in tax. If you get things wrong, it can be costly and stressful. Are there things you can do uh, right at the right at the death with just a few hours to go? What about single-touch payroll, instant asset write-off, all the things we've been hearing about that you need to do around about this time of year? During our WorkWise segment today, thanks to Officeworks helping make bigger things happen, we've got Mark Chapman, Director of Tax Communications at H&R Block, joining us. He can answer your questions, so jump on the phone. Your chance to ask a question, 131873. Mark, good evening to you. Good evening. How are you? Not too bad. We've got a question first up from Anna, and I guess this might be one that might uh, have some uh, relevance for a lot of our listeners. Anna, what's your question? Um, I'm just inquiring. Um, we have an investment property, and quite often we have to go down there, um, you know, either to check up on things or to repair things if we can, or meet the tradesmen and strata meetings and all that sort of thing. Um, travel expenses, like the petrol to get there and come back. Is right. that... Can you... T- um, well, let's find you, out, because I think this changed a few years ago. We'll find out, because Mark, I'm sure, is right across this. You hang on there, Anna. We'll see what Mark can tell us. Mark, what do you reckon? Yeah, so you're, you're right. This used to be claimable, uh, but the rules changed a couple of years ago. So uh, uh, obviously the government had some concerns that, that people were taking advantage of this. So they stopped people claiming tax deductions uh, for travel expenses uh, in relation to visiting a rental property. So, you know, irrespective of what the reason is, whether you're going to, to fix up the rental property to do some repairs or whether you're going to a strata meeting, unfortunately, you can't claim the travel deductions anymore. And that's been the case since the 1st of July 2017. So no aspect of it at all. Anna, was there, I guess that answers your question, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the fact of the matter is, Anna, is it's actually, it's, it's almost impossible to claim anything relating to travelling to an investment property. So Mark's exactly right. But you did also mention that you did do repairs and other maintenance. Of course, that's deductible. And again, that can be deducted off the rental income that your property returns. So I'm assuming yeah. that your property is currently earning a rent, which is assessable income. Yes, it is. Right, so you can still claim the repairs and any interest and, of course, other things such as rates and all the other things that are all still yeah. deductible. The fact of the matter was is that the tax office saw the window where if you know, you're know you in Sydney and you buy an investment property in the Gold Coast and all of a sudden you're up in the Gold Coast on you know school holidays up and back and all of a sudden you're trying to claim yeah, that no, as a tax deduction. In Sydney, it's pretty local, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the 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 big thing that uh, is also an issue is that you can't claim the commute to work, and that's also a frustration that a lot of people don't realise. So if you're getting a train to work or if you're driving to and from work, you can't yeah. claim that as a tax deduction. But I think, Mark, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but if you go to an appointment or you see a client or you see a supplier uh, and then you go to work, then you can claim that as a tax deduction. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct, because that's not regarded as uh, as home-to-work travel. That's regarded as a work journey, so um, that that's claimable. The other exception is if you're carrying uh, bulky tools and equipment in the back of your vehicle, whatever that might be, and you're carrying them because you've got nowhere else to keep them because there's nowhere secure at work, then potentially you can claim a deduction for home-to-work travel, but that's a very narrow exception. And the ATO is always on the lookout for people who are trying to abuse that rule as well. Right, Mark, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll just finish off this complete disappointment <laughs> Unfortunately for Anna, there's nothing you can claim in terms of travel uh, at the moment. That's correct. Yes. I'm sorry, Anna. Thank you. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> happy, happy, happy new financial year, regardless. Now, look, this single touch payroll, which is we've discussed this single touch payroll, does that mean the, the group certificate's no longer a, a thing? Is that right? 
Yeah, for, well, for uh, businesses which are large businesses, uh, so they've got more than 20 employees, if you work for one of those businesses this year, you probably won't get a group certificate or a payment summary uh, as we get to the end of financial year. And for small businesses who are just going into that regime now, the employees of those businesses won't get a payment summary this time next year when we're going to the next tax year. Um, so it's a big change for all businesses, but the rules really kick in for those small businesses, well, starting tomorrow, effectively. So tell me this coming into now July 1, obviously being New Year's Eve for you and I, and I think um, we were called a nerd by John Early, which I'm sure he's going to be ruining. In a very when, affectionate when, way, thank uh, no, you. No, well, when, you, when you get a text message from the tax office saying that you're being looked at, then I don't think you'll be calling us nerds, you'll be calling us your saviour. But the fact of the matter is, is that what are the tax office looking for and how can we maximise our deductions or get our, our ducks in a row coming into the new financial year, Mark? Yeah, look, the, the ATO are really focusing on two distinct types of deductions this year, though the work-related expenses. Um, so, you know, the cost of using your, your motor vehicle for work, the cost of claiming your work-related clothing, your uniform, um, the cost of, uh, you know, your mobile phone and your home internet, all that kind of thing is really on their, their radar this year. And the other thing that we're looking at is, is, is just going back to what the previous caller was talking about, the, the uh, rental property expenses. Um, and that could include people who are trying to claim travel and aren't entitled to it, but it could also include uh, uh, repair claims that aren't right, people claiming for periods when the, the property isn't actually rented. Those are the two big focus areas, so work-related expenses and uh, uh, property deductions. And in either case, if you want to stay out of uh, trouble with the ATO, uh, just make sure that, first of all, that your claim is justified, and if necessary, speak to your accountant just to make sure that it's a, a legitimate claim. And secondly, make sure you've got the proof um, in relation to that expense, or the receipt or the invoice, uh, just so that if the ATO asks for it, uh, you can prove that you paid the money and you can prove what the money was actually paid for. If you've got the paperwork, it's all good. If you haven't, unfortunately, you can't claim the deduction, even if you're entitled to. All right, Lawrence is in Canada Bay. Got a question for you. Hello, Lawrence. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Good. What have good. you got? That's right. Um, I work under an ABN as a sole trader for five or six different companies, different days a week. Am I able to travel, uh, claim any travel expenses because I go to different uh, workplaces? Yeah, so if you're travelling between uh, workplaces, uh, you know, working between different sites, uh, potentially for different uh, contractors, you can claim the cost of your travel between those different uh, uh, workplaces. Um, so, you know, whether you're going by car or whether you're taking some other form of transport, those costs are, are, are going to be deductible. Uh, and potentially, depending on where your business is actually based, if your business is based at home, um, but you then go out to all of these other workplaces during the course of the working week, you might also be able to claim in that situation the cost of going from home uh, to your workplace as well, because you'd be uh, something that's called an itinerant worker, and they have slightly more generous uh, tax rules regarding what travel expenses you can claim. All right. Good on you, Lawrence. There might be some joy for you there. If you've got a question, you've got a couple of seconds to oh, – only a few minutes. I've got a question for you, uh, Mark. Say you're, you're driving past one of our office work stores right now and you, uh, you think, all right, well, I want to go and buy myself a flash printer or shredder, for instance, to help me do some of my tax work before midnight if I buy it. I put it in the back of the car. I take it home. I install it. I use it. Am I able to then to, to, to claim it if I've used it before the end of the financial year and, and, and have it set up in my office? 
Yeah, you are. So if you can find an office work store that's 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 still open, or you know, you, you can purchase something, and provided it's installed, ready for use by midnight tonight, you can make the claim. Yeah. I can't order uh, it though, uh, and 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 go and pick it up tomorrow. That's that's not good enough. That'll have to be exactly claimed next right. year. Right, exactly right. So if if the item, the if the store's closed and you order it online, but you can get it tomorrow, that's too late. Then you'd have to make the claim in the next tax year. So uh, you're deferring the tax deduction by twelve months. So uh, Get it all done by midnight tonight. Yeah, it's interesting uh, some of the timing of these things, Mark, because you know that the tax office are going to be in a clampdown mode. They are going to be nitpicking. They are going to try and, you know, flush out whatever money they possibly can and make sure that every claim is legitimate. My question that coming into this time of year generally is around superannuation. It's now too late for people to contribute to superannuation now. You can't be paying money in or electronically transferring because it'll hit next financial year. So people have already had the opportunity to do that. So it's too late for them, isn't it, Mark? Yeah, that's right, because we're in a weekend, so the banking system is, is pretty much closed down until tomorrow morning. So anything that you try and pay now won't hit um, the relevant account until uh, tomorrow, which is the new tax year. So unfortunately, uh, you miss the boat in relation to superannuation uh, contributions now. All right, Mark, well, I'll let you go off to your uh, end of financial year party. Thank you so much for your, your time and uh, for all that advice, uh, good and bad as it has been tonight in terms of, uh, when I say good, bad news for some of our listeners but nonetheless thank you over the last few weeks it's been fantastic having you on the program providing us with a lot of very good advice thanks mark no problem thank you mark chapman there office works of course want to help you maximize your small business tax return this end of financial year they've launched a brand new tax tips website you can have a look at that it's powered by h&r block the website's officeworks.com.au forward slash tax tips office works helping you make bigger things happen